Thank you for joining me for another Conversations Quick Hits. Today, I would like to talk about presenteeism. Is it just people slacking off or is there more to it than that? Tim, kick us off. So presenteeism is turning up without being there. So what, I mean, what does that mean? Well, it sort of means where we all have somebody in the office who's there, as in their body is there, their arms and legs are there, their heads are there, their eyes are there. There's some noise coming from their keyboard. But actually, are they delivering 10%? 15%. Maybe they're not delivering anything. Maybe they're wandering up and down the corridor just chatting to people and not really working towards the goal of the business. So, um, you know, presenteeism is those people that turn up but aren't there. There is an angle to it, though, which is around is this is this person not well, maybe? You know, is there is there a sort of sickness to it? So an element of could this person just be lethargic, uh, you know, and that be related to some mental behaviour or perhaps just a dehydration issue or some longer term, maybe issues at home and things like that. So it's a multifaceted issue around, you know, how people can turn up for whatever reason and then get accused of being a slacker when it may or may not be their fault. So the discussion really here is, is it slacking or should we find out more? And then also, you know, is it, is it just the way some people are? I'm not sure. I knew someone when I, when I worked in a call center, we, re we realized too long down the road than we should have that he was coming into work, signing onto his computer and then leaving for the day. He no. wasn't actually there, but he was being paid because he was signed onto the computer. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I think the problem, it could be twofold. It could be, you know, personal issues. So you could be dealing with financial issues. You could be dealing with medical issues. You could be dealing with all kinds of problems that are outside the workplace that are distracting you from kind of giving it your full attention. But it could also be just things that in the co in the company that are really pulling at your motivation that are just really kind of distracting you. So, you know, either you maybe you don't have the tools that you need to do the job or maybe you're, the expectations are too high or maybe the expectations are too low or maybe you're overqualified for the job that you have. So mm -hmm. a lot of those things could just, you know, kind of eat away at your motivation so that you're giving it 50% or 40% or 20%. Mm. I, I agree with both perspectives of what Tim mentioned, let me make sure, yeah, Tim, uh, about finding out. I think that's what's really most important. And we don't do enough of that. We don't do enough learning. Let's find out why this person is that way. One thing that I've noticed and it just appears this is how society tends to be. People often boast about not doing much at work or going to work and not feeling like being there. So it, it, it's almost viewed as something to sort of celebrate. You don't want to be the person who comes in and just, you know, works all day, works from start to finish, but you can gossip, you can talk with or whoever. And there may not be, in some cases, any deep issues going on, but you want to stay with that, you know, you want to be able to continue to in that space of, yeah, I went to work and I hate my job and all this and all this. Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to stay there because you have more to talk about with certain people rather than, oh yeah, I went to my job and I did all this and that because then that's not as much. You might not be, just, depending on your circle, there may not be as many there to be able to, you know, converse, converse like that with. You could have people on the job who basically hate the job, but they're only there because they need the paycheck. Mm. Yeah, th that's a good example of presenteeism, I think. You know, are they putting in 110, whatever we call it, percent? or maybe not? Mm. Uh, I think the other thing is, it sounds to me like presenteeism is one of, presenteeism is one of those sort of buzzword coveralls that we use that has a slightly 
unpleasant edge to it is in you know oh they're just turning up that they're not doing they're not in full capacity or whatever it might be it, it just covers everything doesn't it whereas actually i think robert's spot on it's a case of hang on a minute if the word presenteeism pops out and it's allocated to a person what we need to do then is almost the immediate next step is to sit down and say how's it going what's mm -hmm. going on uh you know can, can do you think you can do more here because as Rick said, is it feasible this person is just not capable of any more? You know, what you're expecting, your expectation of them is is in not in line with their ability to deliver. Mm. You've labelled it presenteeism when actually it's a skills gap or it's uh, it's something else that, that needs addressing. So I think, you know, if we hear the term presenteeism, it should be very shortly followed up by a find out first. And if you're yeah. an especially motivated person who is looking for new challenges, and your job appears to be like a dead end, you've kind of plateaued, your motivation is definitely going to drop and you're just going to be going through the motions because if you, especially if you feel that there's really nowhere to go except out, um, you know, you're just going to, you know, bide your time until you can find the next job. And is that true if there's a lot of red tape where people have to like go through the swamp to be able to figure anything out, do they just stop doing it because it's too much work to actually accomplish anything other than just press the button that says I was here? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think a good example of that is people who are just sitting out their retirement. You know, I've done the 45 years I need to get my pension for X. And if I just stick it out another two years, then I, but if I leave, I lose it all and I don't want to. So therefore, I'm just going to stick this out for five years and get all the things I'm entitled to when I retire. Um, and that really is just treading water. You know, it's, mm -hmm. that is true presenteeism. Just, I'm just getting through this. Yes, and as far as coming from... Uh, recently retired military and I, I loved the job that I was doing prior to retiring. So I was, I was, that was the one time I was actually able to, and it was a sort of rough time to retire at that point because I finally got to do what I wanted to do. How that ties into this is that, yeah, when retirement with us 18, 19, 20 years comes about, yes, there are a lot of people who are just going through the motions uh, and they're very, open about it too it's uh <laughs> it's they're not ashamed of it it seems to be something again celebrated so that's that's very common one thing i wanted to add too is that we know it it has a lot to do with oh it can have a lot to do with personnel at works your bosses and so forth different um the different things going on there it could be Leadership, something else that I see a lot, and I know other other occupations see this as well, but with us moving so often and other personnel doing the same, leadership, I've seen leadership do a complete 360 with one person leaving. One person leaving, someone else comes in, and everything's completely different. Attitudes change, morale changes, and so on. So I believe that could have a lot to do with it as well. It could be a, a completely fully well-functioning person who is simply going based on his or her leadership. So does corporate culture then affect presentation? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. There could be a lot of barriers that force people out. For example, is there a glass ceiling for women? And if they reach a certain mm -hmm. plateau and there's nothing available, they either move on or you sit there and just kind of, you know, go through the motions. Um, if, if the company has, uh, you know, uh, diversity and equity, you know, an inclusion is non-existent or it's just a campaign or just a, you know, a program and they don't really embody what they say they represent, um, that can create a problem. If they don't have a formal program in place to 
identify talent and provide the training that people need to kind of move to the next level, that can be a demotivating, a demotivating factor as well. So does allowing yeah. presenteeism create a loss of good talent? I think so. And I think it also yeah. affects the motivation of other people because they look at that person and say, well, that person's getting paid more than me and they're doing like 25% of the work. When I first started in my career, I worked for a bank that had several employees that had 50 years on the job. And they weren't the, the ones that were, were coasting. It was the people who were in their 30s who were coasting to retirement. Um, mm. It was crazy. <laughs> I think it's good I have, you, go ahead, Tim. To, to, uh, sorry, it's good you use the term inclusion there, because I think there's a piece in here, like all these things, that every individual has a story. And, you know, inclusion isn't about one group of people or another group of people. It's about every individual being different. And in this case of presenteeism, it's again, every presente presenteeism case is different. And so, therefore, what we need to do is seek first to understand. Yes. And then to further. So I think the inclusion piece fits really well there. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it seems that it sounds like we're saying that presenteeism may or may not be the person being a slacker, it could be there's a whole host of other opportunities and that as leaders, we're responsible to go in and find out what's going on without being super demanding about you're being a slacker, but instead like what's going on with you. Now that's not to say there aren't people who are slackers. So yeah. <laughs> make that really clear. There are people who are slackers. I could go on a rampage about that, but <laughs> that is our 10 minutes. So I do want to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me and not engaging in presenteeism. I'll talk to you all again soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you.